Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Dodder. To learn more about today's reading or to read along with us, check out jointhejourney.com. Thanks for joining. What does the author mean when he writes that we could fall away from the living God? Can we fall away from God or lose our salvation? What does verse 13 mean? Growing up, I went to public school, and every year we had to do this thing called the fitness gram. And part of this fitness assessment that you'd take, whether you're in elementary school or a senior in high school, was something called the pacer test. And the pacer test was a series of of beeps or musical interludes where you'd have to line up on one side of the gym and sprint across to the other side before you heard the next beep. And at first, it was super easy. You were supposed to walk pace yourself. That was the idea. But as kids, we thought the early stages of this test was pretty funny because it was just such a long amount of time that they gave you to get from one side to the other. And so we would make fun of the test, essentially, sprint all the way across, pretend to check our watches, act like it was this easy test. It was all a joke. But eventually, the beeps got faster, and it would get harder and harder to make it all the way across. And this what we thought was a strong start at the beginning actually wasn't because when the test actually became a test, it was challenging. It was pushing us. We couldn't make it all the way across. This strong start, or what we thought was a strong start, was likely followed by a poor finish. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is getting at. You can have, in your faith journey, a super strong start, but it could be followed by a really poor finish. So think about it. We read Bible reading plans all the time and don't finish. We give up, we get behind, we fall off. We say we'll hold somebody accountable and forget to check in. Or we make a commitment to limit our screen time and that reminder pops up and we just hit ignore. Strong starts can be followed by poor finishes, just practically in life and working out or in our faith. Some of those examples are little. We're human. We're not going to get it right all the time. But when this becomes the leading pattern of our lives, a strong start and poor finish, we start to look a lot more like the Israelites than we do Jesus. And so the question for us is, who do you want to look like? Because that's exactly what the writer of Hebrews is warning against. You know what Israel was like. They're not examples to follow. They're they're the example to avoid. A strong start with a poor finish. You see, The writer of Hebrews in chapter 3, he's making a comparison between Jesus and Moses. Jesus is greater than Moses, far greater. Moses was entrusted to lead Israel in Christ. Jesus, he's over, well, what the writer refers to in verse 8 as God's house, or said differently, Christ is over the church, and that's us as believers. So this identity we have as the house of God, house of God because the Spirit resides in believers— means we must respond in faith. So in verse 7, we see, therefore. What's the therefore, therefore? Because we are God's house, His church, because the Spirit resides in us, verse 7, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the days of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. What's the writer talking about? Well, He's recalling Numbers chapters 13 and 14, when the Israelites had fled Egypt. God had freed them with mighty acts of judgment like the plagues and the Passover, slaughtering an innocent lamb and painting the blood on their doorposts, parting the Red Sea. God did everything he said he would do. The Israelites leave Egypt. They get to the edge of the promised land. They traveled all this way. They'd made it to the land of milk and honey, this home God had promised them. And what did they do? They refused to go in. Strong start, poor finish. 
Forty years of wandering in the wilderness resulted. Aimless movement as opposed to forward movement. Hebrews 3, verse 10, the Holy Spirit says, Therefore I was provoked with that generation and said, They always go astray in their hearts. They have not known my ways as I swore in my wrath. They shall not enter my rest. Verse 12, Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. So what then? Does a strong start and poor finish mean that you were never saved to begin with? It could. We can't lose our salvation. It could mean you were never saved to begin with, but that's not necessarily the case. One commentator points out that the writer of Hebrews uses the word rest a lot in this book. As we just read, they go astray in their heart, have not known my ways, as I swore in my wrath. He writes, they shall not enter my rest. And the question we're really asking here isn't, do you lose your salvation? It's what does rest mean in the context of chapter 3? Does it mean salvation? Canaan? What is it? And the commentator says this, rest is another of the writer's favorite words. For Israel, rest meant the enjoyment of all that God had promised the nation, not just entrance into the promised land. The next generation of Israelites did enter the promised land and experienced rest there because they chose to trust and obey God. For the Christian, rest is the enjoyment of all that God has promised us, not just going to heaven. This includes the fullness of rewards that can be ours if we follow the Lord faithfully. All Christians will go to heaven and receive many blessings, but some blessings are reserved for believers who continue to trust and obey God when faced with temptations to tap out. And in my own words, I'd say some eternal blessings are reserved for those who have a strong start and a strong finish. So the question for us is, How's it going right now? How's your spiritual health? And do you want your spiritual health? Do you want it to keep going in that direction? Did you start strong and now you're slowing down? Are you running the race with endurance or are you growing weary and doing good? The key to finishing strong is actually verse 13. It's the next verse. Exhort, strongly encourage, urge one another every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you are hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Who do you need to encourage? Whose challenge do you need to listen to and take seriously? God provides for us through three ways, his word, his spirit, and his people. But sometimes we minimize the powerful influence his people can have in our lives. People's words have weight. And just as those who speak to you can make an impact on you, so too can you make an impact on others. So the question is, are you encouraging others to run hard or are you yourself slowing down by not speaking up? These questions are helpful for me because they remind me that not only do I have a key role to play in the family of God, so does every other believer around me. We need each other so we can finish strong. And I'm praying for a strong start and a strong finish as we study God's word together this summer, that we'd run this race with endurance. And I'm so glad we're all on this journey together. Thanks for listening. Did you know you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? Leaving a review helps others more easily find the podcast and read along with us. So we'd love your help.